Hello and welcome to episode 562 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this evening. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Thursday, June 15th, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with the Thursday prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain heaven by St. Alphonsus Liguri. O Queen of Paradise, who reignest above all the choirs of angels, and who art the nearest of all creatures to God, I, a miserable sinner, salute thee from this valley of tears, and beseech thee to turn thy compassionate eyes towards me, for whichever side they turn, they dispense graces. See, O Marian, how many dangers I now am, and shall be as long as I live in this world, of losing my soul, of losing heaven and God. In thee, O Lady, I have placed all my hopes. I love thee and sigh to go soon to see thee and praise thee in heaven. Ah, Mary, when will be that happy day in which I shall see myself safe at thy feet and contemplate my mother, who has done so much for my salvation? When shall I kiss that hand which has delivered me from so many times from hell and has dispensed me so many graces when on account of my sins I deserve to be hated and abandoned by all? My lady, in life I have been very ungrateful to thee, but if I get to heaven I shall no longer be ungrateful. There I shall love thee as much as I can in every moment for all eternity, and shall make amends for my ingratitude by blessing and thanking thee forever. I thank God with my whole heart who gives me firm confidence in the blood of Jesus Christ and in thee, and the conviction that thou wilt save me, that thou wilt deliver me from my sins, that thou wilt give me light and strength to execute the divine will, and in fine that thou wilt lead me to the gate of paradise. Thy servants have hoped for all this, and not one of them was deceived. No, neither shall I be deceived. O Mary, my full confidence is that thou hast to save me. Beseech thy son Jesus, as I also beseech him, by the merits of his passion, to preserve and always increase this confidence in me, and I shall be saved. May all the words that I speak be so many arrows dipped in the blood of thy sacred heart, O Jesus, to pierce the hearts of all who hear them. With love for thee, amen. The Holy Face of Jesus of the Vale of Veronica Prayers. Dear Lord, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer these prayers in reparation for the sins which most offend God in our times, blasphemy, the profanation of Sunday and Holy Days, and communism. Pater Noster, quias in celi, sanctificator nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in celo et in terra, panam nostrum quotidianum de nobis hodie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitibus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libra nos amalo. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semper et in secula seculorum. Amen. The Golden Arrow Prayer. May the most holy, most sacred, most adorable, most mysterious and unutterable name of God be praised, blessed, loved, adored, and glorified in heaven, on earth, and in the hells by all God's creatures and by the sacred heart of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Amen. For the defeat of communists, Freemasons, and all revolutionary men. Eternal Father, I offer thee the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ and all the instruments of his holy passion, that thou mayest put division in the camp of thy enemies. For as thy beloved Son has said, a kingdom divided against itself shall fall. 
Eternal Father, we offer thee the holy face of Jesus, covered with blood, sweat, dust, and spittle, in reparation for the crimes of communists, blasphemers, and for the profaners of the holy name, and of the holy day of Sunday. Amen. God of goodness and Father of mercies, we beseech thee through the Immaculate Heart of Mary and by the intercession of the patriarchs and holy apostles to look with compassion upon the remnant of Israel so that they may come to a knowledge of our only Savior, Jesus Christ, and share in the precious graces of redemption. Amen. Today, friends, we're going to take a look at an article which was published yesterday, June 14th, 2023, entitled, The Sacred Heart Devotion is Still Necessary for Our Times, by Mr. Matthew Pleasy at the Fatima Center's website, Fatima.org. He begins with the words of our Lord Jesus Christ to St. Margaret Mary Alacoque, Look at this heart, which has loved men so much, and yet men do not want to love me in return. Through you, my divine heart wishes to spread its love everywhere on earth. The History of the Feast of the Sacred Heart and its Forgotten Octave While the entire month of June is devoted to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, the Feast of the Sacred Heart is unique, kept to honor the mercy and love of God while making reparation for the serious sins committed against our Blessed Lord. Traditionally, up until 1955, the Feast of the Sacred Heart immediately followed the Octave Day of Corpus Christi. After having celebrated eight days devoted to the Blessed Sacrament, we immediately turned to the Sacred Heart, which also traditionally had its own octave as well. The institution of the Feast of the Sacred Heart was a result of the apparitions of our Lord to St. Margaret Mary Alacoque in 1675. St. Margaret Mary suffered contempt from many people who refused to believe the authenticity of the visions. In one of these appearances, our Lord told her, I ask thee that the first Friday after the octave of Corpus Christi be set apart as a special feast to honor my heart. He then gave 12 promises to those who are devoted to his sacred heart. One, I will give them all the graces necessary for their state of life. Two, I will give peace in their families. Three, I will console them in all their troubles. Four, they shall find in my heart an assured refuge during life and especially at the hour of death. Five, I will pour abundant blessings on all their undertakings. Six, sinners shall find in my heart the source and infinite ocean of mercy. Seven, tepid souls shall become fervent. Eight, fervent souls shall speedily rise to great perfection. Nine, I will bless the homes in which the image of my sacred heart shall be exposed and honored. Ten, I will give to priests the power to touch the most hardened hearts. Eleven, those who propagate this devotion shall have their name written in my heart and it shall never be effaced. Twelve, the all-powerful love of my heart will grant to all those who shall receive communion on the first Friday of nine consecutive months the grace of final repentance. They shall not die under my displeasure, nor without receiving the sacraments. My heart shall be their assured refuge at the last hour. In 1693, three years after the death of St. Margaret Mary, the Holy See imparted indulgences to the confraternities of the Sacred Heart, and in 1697, granted the feast to the Visitandines with the Mass of the Five Wounds, but refused a feast common to all with special Mass and office. The devotion spread particularly in religious communities. The Marseille Plague in 1720 furnished perhaps the first occasion for a solemn consecration and public worship outside of religious communities. Other cities of southern Europe followed the example of Marseille. 
1726, Rome was again asked for a feast with a mass and office of its own. This was refused in 1729 by Benedict XIII, but granted in 1765 by Clement XIII. And that year, at the request of Marie Lezinska, the French queen, the feast was received quasi-officially by the Episcopate of France. Hence, the Mass and Office in Honor of the Sacred Heart were not approved for any use until 1765, almost 100 years after the request was made by our Lord. Finally, in 1856, at the urgent entreaties of the French bishops, Pope Pius IX extended the Feast of the Sacred Heart to the Latin Church with the rank of double major. In 1889, it was raised by the Latin Church to the double rite of first class. In 1928, Pope Pius XI raised the feast to the highest rank, double of the first class, and added an octave. The 1955 reforms of the general Roman calendar suppressed this octave and removed most other octaves as well. Long before the apparitions to St. Margaret Mary, devotion to the Sacred Heart of Jesus existed. On the December 27th feast day of St. John the Evangelist in 1256, St. Gertrude the Great had a profound vision in which she laid her head near the wound in the side of Jesus and heard the beating of the Sacred Heart. This is especially profound since St. John the Evangelist reclined his head near the heart of the Divine Savior at the Last Supper. On November 9, 1921, Pope Benedict XV established the Feast of the Eucharistic Heart of Jesus on the Thursday within the octave of the Sacred Heart, which in a sense further established the connection of the Sacred Heart with Corpus Christi, and it's just concluded octave. We can make a note of this on our calendars so that we honor this day, even if the Mass celebrated that day does not use the specific readings, i.e. propers, for that feast day. The First Friday devotion is still necessary, along with devotion to the Immaculate Heart, when our Lord appeared to St. Margaret Mary Alacoque in the 1600s, on one of those occasions he appeared to her on the feast day of St. John the Evangelist, our Lord requested three things, frequent reception of Holy Communion, receiving Holy Communion especially on the first Friday of each month, and observing a holy hour in front of the Blessed Sacrament. St. Margaret Mary related our Lord's promise, which he revealed to her for all who would honor the nine first Fridays. On Friday during Holy Communion, he said these words to his unworthy slave, if I mistake not. I promise you in the excessive mercy of my heart that its all-powerful love will grant to all those who receive Holy Communion on nine First Fridays of consecutive months the grace of final repentance. They will not die under my displeasure or without receiving the sacraments. My divine heart making itself their assured refuge at the last moment. Father Francis Weiser writes in Christian Feasts and Customs, 1958, this short excerpt on devotions to the Sacred Heart, mentioning this practice. As a result of the revelations granted to St. Margaret Mary Alacoque, the practice developed from the 17th century on of devoting the first Friday of every month in a special way to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Since 1889, a Roman indult has given this custom a liturgical expression through the Mass of the Sacred Heart, which under certain conditions may be celebrated as a solemn votive mass. Other liturgical devotions, too, have been provided for First Friday. They may be held in churches with the approval of the bishop and according to his regulations. Through the pious exercises of the nine Fridays and the first Fridays, the custom grew in many places of performing on every Friday some devotion in honor of the Sacred Heart of Jesus, partly in church, 
by attendance at Mass, Communion, Evening Devotions, partly at home, by family prayer, burning of vigil lights before the Sacred Heart statue. Hence, priests should be offering extra Masses each Friday in honor of the Sacred Heart and encouraging the faithful to make the nine First Fridays and repeating it often throughout life. And families should also have statues of the Sacred Heart in their home, which are housed on or near their home prayer altars. This devotion is in addition to the first Saturday devotions in honor of Our Lady, which devotees of Our Lady of Fatima should already be familiar with. We can also pray the act of consecration to the Sacred Heart, which was written by Pope Leo XIII. Honor the Sacred Heart as a family throughout June. The Feast of the Sacred Heart, in addition to dedicating ourselves and our families to the Sacred Heart of Jesus, we can and should make the act of reparation to the Sacred Heart, which is an indulgence to prayer, and have our home enthroned to the Sacred Heart if it has not already been. Lastly, after we conclude our daily rosaries, each day of June we can add the litany of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Other less common prayers, such as the daily offering to the Sacred Heart for the dying, are also worth practicing with fervor during this month. Our Lord asks for reparation to the Sacred Heart in the form of the nine First Fridays. And if God himself asks it of us, who can dare refuse? Download your First Friday checklist today. A hyperlink is given. Make an intention to observe this devotion in addition to the five First Saturdays. And after you complete it, start it again. We need as much reparation as possible. So ends the article. Thank you to Mr. Pleasy for writing it. Absolutely, friends, make as much reparation as possible in this month of June. Dedicated in the secular world to sinful pride and the most abominable, crazy, bizarre, disgusting behavior imaginable. We have to take back this month for our Lord Jesus Christ and devotion to his sacred heart. Let us counter the pride of this month in the secular world with the humility of our Lord Jesus Christ. Humility, I've heard it said, is like a spiritual nuclear weapon. The demons hate humility. One of the reasons why they hate Our Lady so much is her purity and her humility. She is totally 100% obedient to the Lord. She says in the Magnificat, my soul doth magnify the Lord and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. She's the queen of heaven and earth. Does she want to be weighted on hand and foot? No. She is a servant. See how she serves St. Elizabeth, her cousin, when she goes to her. When they are both pregnant, Our Lady with our Lord, St. Elizabeth with St. John the Baptist. She looks first for an opportunity to serve others. She is the Lord's masterpiece. She is perfect in every way. Let us make reparation to the Sacred Heart, the Immaculate Heart, and the Most Chaste Heart, three hearts beating as one. Deus Wool. Friends, I want to mention once again, Helping Autism Through Learning and Outreach, available on the web at halo-soma.org and also episodes 277 and 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast featuring interviews, one by me, one by a gentleman from Word on Fire with my wonderful 
niece and wonderful sister about RPM, Rapid Prompting Method, a system of communication for non-speaker. It's been a revolutionary breakthrough for those who are unable to speak just like sign language was a revolutionary breakthrough for the deaf. And now it's commonplace and no one questions it. Well, a lot of people are questioning RPM and their questions are unfounded. But for more information, please check out that website and those episodes of Our Lady's podcast because RPM has helped thousands of families and we pray that it will help thousands more because communication is a human right. And let's pray for help and for healing for our non-speaking friends and family members. The Memorial to St. Joseph. Remember, O most chaste spouse of the Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thy intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto you, my spiritual father, and beg your protection. O foster father of the Redeemer, despise not my petitions, but in your goodness, hear and answer me. Amen. The three Hail Marys in honor of the Immaculate Purity of Our Lady of Fatima. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tu mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum, benedicta tua mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in mortis nostrae. Amen. And Gloria Patri for a special intention. Gloria Patri et Filio et Spiritui Sancto, sicut erat in principio et nunc et semperat in secula seculorum. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you through the intercession of St. Raphael, Archangel, hear my prayer for non-speakers and their families. In your tender mercy, restore them to spiritual and bodily health, that they may give you thanks, praise your name, and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. My Jesus, it is for love of thee, for the conversion of sinners, and in reparation for sins committed against the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer this sacrifice to thee. Virgo potens, ora pronobis. Sancti Osef, terra daimonem, ora pronobis. Sancta Raphael Archangeli, ora pronobis. In nomine Patris, et Filii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thank you very kindly, my friends, for listening to episode 562 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. In your charity, please share Our Lady's podcast with everyone you know. Follow us on Twitter. The handle is at Fatima Podcast. If you think Our Lady's podcast is worthy of it, kindly give us a five-star rating and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this. But most importantly, offer up prayers and sacrifices for our Catholic bishops. Goodbye and God love you.